when I went to South Africa in January, I guess, and one of the stops on the tour that we visited was a penguin colony just outside of Cape Town. It's pretty cool. Penguins are very cool. Smelly. Uh, they, they stink. They stink really bad. Um, be warned, if you're ever on your way to go visit a colony of penguins, it's going to stink. Um, but they're cute. They're, they're adorable, right? But these, the penguins that I saw were little. Like, they were the size of, like, a football. They, they were tiny. But I was hoping it was the big ones, you know, the, uh, the emperor penguins, the really big ones. But that would have been even cooler. But nonetheless, we've got a story here about how ancient penguins, uh, the fossil record is showing, were actually many times bigger than any penguins we currently have running around on Earth. So it begs a lot of questions. We're talking about, like, man-sized, even bigger penguins and to help us get an understanding of what this is we're going to chat with daniel sepka now who's a paleontologist and the lead author of the study into these animals hey there daniel thanks so much for joining us appreciate your time hello shay thanks for having me okay so we're talking about we believe two species of penguins that have been discovered right yeah there's two two new ones so they're they're popping out all the time but these are the two latest penguins to join the flock and this discovery was made in new zealand right that's correct. Um, when we talk about fossils, what, what was discovered? Like uh, entire skeletons? I mean, how much of these animals did you find? So um, there's two different species for the, the very large one, Kumimanu fordisi. Uh, my colleague, Alan Tennyson, he's a curator um, at Te Papa, the National Museum of New Zealand, Natural History. Yeah. And he discovered basically um, kind of like the shoulder region, so the, the, the scapula, which would be our shoulder blade, the humerus, which is the main arm bone, um, there's a vertebrae, there's a kneecap for some reason. <laughs> so it's a relatively small part of the skeleton of that bird, but enough to give us a good idea of the size because um, the flipper scales pretty tightly with body mass in these animals. Okay, um, so the second... Oh, go ahead. So that's how that's how you can determine how large the, the entire animal would have been, just basically, like, do you compare it to, to modern-day penguins and say, okay, well, this is how big this penguin's kneecap is, so if we translate it, that's what we're looking at? So the the humerus or, or that's the you know the upper arm bone that that has um, a lot of importance for penguins because they they travel through the water basically by flying through the water they're just flying through fluid instead of through the air um, and it takes a lot of muscle power to push an animal um, that size um, through the water so basically this um, shoulder joint has to be strong enough to support the um, you know the the pressure to push that animal forward and so if we look at all of the living penguin species and we know how much they weigh and we know the dimensions of that bone we can um, create a regression and predict the body mass for a species which um, you know has gone extinct so we can't put it on a scale anymore how big are we talking about here how big do you think these ancient penguins actually were so really big. <laughs> the biggest one, um, we, we clocked it in at um, about 148 kilos, which is uh, about 340 Holy. pounds. Um, so, yeah, quite a quite a beast. Um, were they so big, like were the fossils that were found so big that originally you wouldn't possibly think they were penguins? Were you surprised to find out that this was actually penguin parts? So I was definitely shocked the first time I saw it. And so, again, my, my colleague, Alan Tennyson, actually discovered it on a beach. Um, the first time he showed it to me, he took open the drawer and I said, oh, my goodness, this thing is absolutely tremendous. And so um, Alan knew it was probably a penguin when he first started looking closely at it. And that's because um, the bones of birds are quite distinct from those of, you know, reptiles or mammals or other groups. Uh, and so he could tell it was a pretty large bird. And because it's in relatively deep water, and because it's very solid, I think he was clued in right away that it was a penguin. Penguin bones, 
in cross section are unlike any other living bird bones. Uh, most birds have you know very hollow bones to yeah. help them reduce weight. Penguins are very very solid, and that's actually to reduce buoyancy to help them dive. And so, um, when you see one of these broken in cross section, there's there's no mistaking it with any other type of bird. Um, at that time, you know, size size seems to be an important thing when you're talking about the the natural world. Would they have been like the ultimate penguin? Would they have been top of the chain when it comes to penguins? I think so. So we haven't found anything larger um, yet, although, you know, this wasn't known until, um, you know, Alan picked it off the beach. I think that was yeah. 2018. Um, so it's possible something a little bit bigger can be found. I don't think we're ever going to find, you know, like a 600-pound penguin. Okay. Um, and the reason is, you know, these are birds. They need to lay eggs. And so eventually um, you get to such a large size that it becomes impractical um to incubate the egg because the the shell has to get thicker and thicker to protect the embryo from being crushed but at the same time passes are in thickness they can't allow gas exchange and so you can't really you can't have you know a bird egg that's three feet across that's just physically impossible either would be too thin and break or too thick and the embryo would suffocate oh okay that's that's interesting um is that why most of the penguins we see now are much 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 smaller than these giant penguins um, I mean, I mean, so they they could get a little bit bigger. I think that for whatever reason, um, over the last twenty million years or so, we've seen a marked decrease in the size range of penguins. You know, this this animal, um, this kumimano creature, is about fifty five million years old, and from that time forward, we have giant penguins all around the world. We find them in New Zealand, in Australia, in South America, in Antarctica. Um, but we don't have anything that large today, right. and they seem to they seem to start dying out around the same time that marine mammals like seals and sea lions are spreading throughout the southern hemisphere. So it's a bit circumstantial, but um, I think the most likely explanation for the larger penguins disappearing is some type of pressure from these animals, either predation, competition for food, even competition for nesting sites where they're kind of monopolizing the areas where these birds would like to come ashore. Um, and so it's not safe for them to nest there anymore. And the smaller penguins are able to better deal with that. They're not overlapping in size. They're not eating the same food. They can kind of occupy more um, remote or marginal areas. And so that that could be the explanation. But again, it's, it's basically just speculation at this point. Right, yeah. Interesting stuff. Daniel, thank you so much for being here. I appreciate it.